I was uh-huh. going to ask you about that. Are there any particular because I know uh, we know each other for several years now, eh? but we have we haven't spoken in some time. But the yeah. Grateful Dead thing. I know you're a big Grateful Dead fan, and there was Shortbus. We did some Beatles things together, like charity concerts and stuff. Like that. Is there any particular yep. project? I'm not fishing for compliments, yep. by the way. <laughs> so, is there any kind of? Uh, <laughs> Are there any particular projects that you've really enjoyed? You know, these could just be one-off things or things that have stoked particular memories now that you look back on them. Oh, God. Um, I would say that the, the biggest one was was the Grateful Dead one because that it, it just, for me, it, it changed my approach to music. You know, like, like remember that we were talking about before where just really, for me, it was just ego. Like I, I was really, really kind of egocentric about my performing and how am I doing and what's the, and being a part of that project, you know, with definitely some of the finest players in Seoul. I mean, George and Drew and Trevor and Nate. Refresh uh, my memory. What, what was the name of that original uh, Grateful Dead collaboration? What was the, the name again? The, 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 the spiritual, spiritual hustlers. Spiritual hustlers. Spiritual yeah, hustlers. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and of course, Adam, it was such a good mix of unbelievably talented musicians, but also such good humans. And I just remember that first we played this gig at, at Rocky Mountain Tavern. Yeah, and I, I, was, I was there. You went into that place. You couldn't move. The place was packed. Yeah. And we played the song. It was uh, Help, Help on the Way, Slipknot, Franklin's Tower. Uh, all the deadheads call it Help Slip Franklin. And it's like a big thing for all the deadheads. And there's just like this big solo. And then it goes into, you know, like this, and it's like a real famous thing. And we were playing that song. It was during that song that I just, I realized that music isn't about me. It's not about us as players playing it. Like we were saying, it's about that interaction. You know, it's about what they're giving us and was about like getting like accolades or getting, you know, like it was just, it's about, and right at that moment, we hit that note, that again, you literally felt that wood floor on the second floor of Rocky Mountain Tavern. The whole thing just bent <laughs> with all the people jumping. And it was just like, holy, but there was, you know, three Two, three hundred people, maybe. I, I don't know how many play, but maybe only 150. I don't know. It gets bigger the older I get. It was a big bar and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. In both yeah, floors. it was it was a big bar. Yeah. Yeah. A big bar. And it's always and it dark, really right? Cool. So you can never really see, you know, there's a lot of happy yeah, that's it. That's it. Stuff, so. <laughs> Mission accomplished. But the the <laughs> the thing that blew my mind though was that everybody was happy you know and that was just everybody in that bar that night was just not just there was joy and then being able to be a part of that you know just maybe just rethink this whole wow you know if i approach this with a with a more kind of giving attitude and a more you know it's not so much about fishing for compliments and no. oh how well did i sing tonight but it's definitely a learning experience going back yeah, but like, like going back to that sports analogy, just like leaving it out on the on the stage and just giving it, you know, like it doesn't always have to be, you know, so technically perfect, but 
as long as it's honest. And, and you get in, in a, I've never looked back. Fuck, I, like I wish I had learned that lesson in my 20s. Like I, but here's the thing, you probably wouldn't be where you are today if you did. That's true. That's true. That's true. And you're probably um, an old boring man in a suit and all that stuff. And maybe you are already talking. You're just not wearing it today. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. no I, I jest, of course, man. You know. Because <laughs> I can see you're, um, you're looking resplendent in your Grateful Dead T-shirt as we as we record this. So you know, right. you're, keep, you're keeping it real, man. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 that that musical experience definitely definitely changed just my whole outlook. And you know, I, and I think. The short bus stuff, like, was good too, because that was the first thing that, like, I really kind of like put together, and that was on the heels of the Grateful Dead. We got, I got Nate to 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 join, and some really good horn players. Like, we're like, like, like let's see, we had it was the guys from the Dwight. military. I remember there was quite yeah, a, yeah. Movie. I remember AJ. Yeah, I can't remember the other guy. Uh, he uh, played AJ, sax. AJ Mark. It was a, yeah, uh, uh, AJ uh, and Mark the. Trumpet player, yeah. were from the military. Joe Joe Roberts, uh, God, it's one of the loveliest human beings from Australia, uh, was the alto sax player. We had this great keyboard player, Sunga, Korean lass, and Trevor on drums, Nate on guitar. Yeah, June June Bay, June on, Bay, on bass. bass player, yeah, bass player extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good. That was a good band. Like and like, we did everything. Like Marvin Gaye, we did. Oh God, we our set list was really fun. But that was like I was into that whole Motown thing, um, yeah. and that was really because of like a George Bazanis. You know, like <laughs> like like he just like he just got me back in. in the, I remember during the Grateful Dead, like um, that whole experience. You know, like just talking with George during and after like Grateful Dead practices, know him better than I do. Like, what is he? But yeah, the best thing that he ever told me about writing songs, the best you, thing that George ever said to me, like, you know, it's like songs always have to tell a story. I think that was George's big thing, is uh, have your songs tell a story. But yeah. We, we have, I was lucky enough to make a couple of albums with those guys together. And uh, yeah, quite a lot of our songs have a story to it. Although the second album that we did together, we, the, the deal was we all had to write one each. So I wrote one. Yeah. Uh, Adam wrote one, of course, and Jeff wrote his. Those other two guys, they did the music bits. I, I just made the drums up, right? So, but I did the lyrics. I, I wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. And jo- George just kind of looked at it. He's like, "What's this?" Right? You know, it's just like coming from a completely different place to him. I wrote a song about it's kind of comparing a relationship to the King of Comedy. You know, the Robert De Niro film. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Living, living this kind of living this kind of Walter Mitty type dream life yeah. kind of thing and all that stuff. There we go. It was called Thinking Chips. There we go. A little plug for myself. Nice my writing credentials. Nice. Ah, uh, you know the we were lucky enough. I think I saw an old poster. The Spiritual Hustlers. We opened for your CD release party. Was that the, the Grateful Dead one? Band? Oh yeah, you it was guys. right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 